now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Pandora, World of Avatar. You going bracelets? Bracelets, jewelry. <laughs> Not online radio. <laughs> beads and baubles. <laughs> so between Pandora bracelets or Pandora the land or Pandora the radio station, those might be a few of our favorite things. Looks like we have some guests who might want to talk about their favorite things too. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. Whether or not it truly is Disney. I'm Polly. With us is Dean, and we also have Amy back again from her triumphant uh, cornbread breakdown. Like it or not, I'm here. <laughs> you have a right to Deal be here. Deal with it. Accept it. <laughs> Edit it. Um... <laughs> 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 Dean, how you doing? I am doing awesome today, Paulie. It is uh, nice to be post-Thanksgiving so I can finally talk about tree and not get yelled yes. at by you. Yes, we can finally talk about tree. Tree before turkey. No. Years. No. <laughs> turkey before tree. You like turkey before tree. Well, how about tree with a turkey? Uh, we like that. What about tree shaped like a turkey? How about a turkey shaped like a tree? Ooh, that could get painful. That sounds harder to do. Where's the gizzard? <laughs> You're the gizzard. It's still off the bummer ride to school. Thank you, Ferris. <laughs> well, whether it's turkey or tree or cornbread or having Amy back, those are all some of my favorite things. At a blatant ripoff of Oprah, I thought it might be fun, now that we're kind of getting into the holiday season, to talk about some of our favorite things. Uh, Disney and maybe even a few not-so-Disney, but... Um, I don't know if you guys want me to kind of guide through a couple of ideas I had, unless you just want to jump in and throw out the first thing you thought of when I said favorite things. Yes, I want you to guide because much much like Disney Twitter, I don't like anything. <laughs> well, then this will be steered towards an Amy conversation. <laughs> I'll just mute so, myself. I'll just mute myself. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you on the football show. <laughs> um, so one thing I thought of is, you know, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because I'm you know, maybe a different show topic at some point is which holidays would you actually want to be in the parks for? Mm. Uh, but we will not be down there for any of the holiday season. We got to see a little bit of it unveiling in November. But what are some of your favorite ways to bring Disney into your holiday? Be it decorations or music, etc. Amy, are there, are there any uh, Disney aspects of your holiday decorating? Well, while I decorate the tree, I like to play in the background the holiday loop from Disneyland's Main Street USA. I think they've also started playing it at the main entrance of the Magic Kingdom, like when you go through security and stuff, but they have a really pretty background music loop at Disneyland, and so I like to crank that up, have that playing in the background. It's so lovely. So you just stare at your tinsel pig? I stare at Oinkins. He's always very pleased. You have Oinkins the Tinsel Pig? Yes. Oinkins the Tinsel Pig. Shout you out have, to you haven't seen? Hashtag, I have not seen this. Hashtag rotund. Oh my gosh. Okay, just go on Twitter and search for Oinkins. O-I-N-K. 
I-N-K-I-N-S. Spell it correctly. I-N-K-I-N-S. Yes. Search. And you will see, you should see him pretty quickly. Unless someone else has jacked his name, which he's going to have to call his lawyer. Do you mean he has, like, his own Twitter handle, like, at Winkins? No. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Ah, not yet. Oh, oh, wow, he's bright. <laughs> yes, he is. I like his hat, though. <laughs> I he's love Winkins. So he's got hair off his ears like my grandfather used to. <laughs> is he pink like your grandfather used to be? Uh, my grandfather wasn't quite that pink. Okay. Was he that rotund? Uh, well, all right. <laughs> we will not disparage the greatest generation. <laughs> so yeah, I think music is a big part of it. We we do have a, a Disney holiday CD that we play often. Um, I don't think we have the Disneyland loop though, so that'd be interesting to hear. How about you, Paulie? Is there a, a Disney aspect to your decorating at home? Uh, lots. Um, I will echo Amy. Um, we don't have the Disneyland one, but what I do play is the Wilderness Lodge Christmas Loop. Uh, play that a lot. Uh, one of the other things we do is the star on the top of our tree is actually a Tinkerbell. Ooh, yes. I like that. Yeah, we are, uh, we're Disneyed out as well. We actually have two trees in our house, and one of them is a New York Yankee tree. And, uh, <laughs> what? That goes, in our, that goes in our dining room. What does that have to do with basketball? Uh, well, you know, they can't win the World Series, so maybe they'll take the NBA title this year. They will win it before Carmelo the Knicks. Anthony like, really appreciates your support with your New York Yankee tree. New, new shortstop, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not so short, though. Um, but we, uh, our second tree is... is definitely uh disneyed out if you will and we also have if you remember back a few years they had a a much more sort of grand floridian-esque style to the disney stockings the disney tree skirt all those sort of things was a very deep rich it wasn't even red it was more you know along the lines of a uh cranberry cranberry type color um with like i said i I can't even describe it i'll get some pictures up for you once we have everything out uh, but it's much more in the, I, I'd call it like a Cran Floridian style, whereas nowadays, if you look at the Disney Wait, did you say Cran Floridian? Did you say Cran Floridian? I heard that. <laughs> did you like that? <laughs> did you like that? We'll go with it. Um, oh, that's not oh, as good you know. as Skittle. Oh, you. No, not Skittle. <laughs> the uh, the current one, I think, is much more cartoonish. Uh, yeah. So we were happy that we got in when we did. Um, and, and so those are, you know, we do have uh, Disney stockings and we have the Disney tree skirt to go over tree yeah we do have the disney ornament that we got the first time we went down with our nine month, then my nine month old daughter um for halloween but we got our you know baby's first christmas uh the mickey ornament with the ears and it's gold with green paint it's got our three names and the dates so that's awesome 2006 and uh i think i know what you're talking about with the tree skirt it's almost like the difference between getting christmas ornaments at the christmas shop or christmas ornaments at the world of disney shop Right, right. But both are still very nice. Yes. I'm not disparaging no, the not second at all. one. It's just, it's just that the, the older version, the one that we got in on, is more the style that we wanted to have for our Christmas tree. So I'm really pleased that we bought it when we did. And we actually got the third stocking. So we, my, my wife and I both had our stockings early on. We got the third stocking before my son was born. And uh, we had his name embroidered on the top. And we, this was in February, so it was coming up for the following Christmas. And uh, our my in-laws were on that trip with us, and we purchased all this stuff but we hadn't shared the name yet so uh we had to hide 
car purchase from Christmas for 2010, purchased in February of 2010 <laughs> for a child that was about to be born in May of 2010. <laughs> so it was kind of a fun adventure to you know be, be planning that far and ahead for his first Christmas. Plan ahead, nice. That's what we do. So while we're on the uh, theme of to- uh, topic of decorations, what's your favorite Disney Resort decoration at Christmas time? Which resort do you, do you like the best? Do you think does it the best, or however you want to interpret your favorite? We'll start with you, Polly. Wow. Um, I actually have three for completely and utterly different reasons. All right. Give us your top three. Yes. Top three. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in preference order then. Number three will be Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love the way that they use the carved woods. I love the, the way that they keep it in theme. And all of the ornaments have a cultural reference, but they're still in the Christian tradition of the ornament. I love how they did that. And it just suits the theme of that. Number two is going to be Boardwalk. And again, kind of the same thing. The way that the, the, the Disney uses the theme of the Seashore Resort, all of the ornaments are like you know, sand star, sand dollars. Uh, you know, there's, there's rope, you know, line from like boats, buoys. Uh, you know, those types of things are fantastic. And I love the big garland. Um, I actually do the garland. It's not Disneyfied. But I do garland at my house uh, for decorating in the living room. There will be pictures of that on Twitter. Um, and uh, uh, number one, again, I listen to the music, but Wilderness Lodge. There's just something to me that says Christmas for that Pacific Northwest log cabin Lincoln log type thing with the gigantic tree that's right there. Big fireplace, rocking chairs. Ah, love it. How about you, Amy? You got a top three? I like the boardwalk too. I I liked it better. They used to do a lot more with the gingerbread. I think the they boardwalk. did. I love the gingerbread right. stuff. Yeah, on the the Crescent Lake Resort, they 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 used to do a little bit more of the gingerbread stuff. I I really like the gingerbread carousel. I think is it's either at the yacht or the beach club, but I think it's at the beach club with the I think you're right. horses. I love that. Um, I love, of course, the huge gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. At Granny Flo's. I love <laughs> <laughs> Now it's great. Wait, it, it went from Grand Flo to now Granny Flo. It morphs with the season. Wow. Soon Grand, it's going to be Grand Flo's Flo. diner. Yeah, Grand Grand Flo's. But yeah, I love the, um, I love the big gingerbread house there. My dad loves that specifically. He loves to go look at the big gingerbread house. Have and you gotten that gingerbread? Yes, we have gotten it in the past, and we actually bought one of those gingerbread houses once too, like the pre-made one in the back. Yeah, I've heard that the shingle is not all that great tasting. Um, no, it, it's about how you would expect a pre-made, mass-produced <laughs> gingerbread shingle. <laughs> yeah, it's how you would expect. I'd have to confirm that, you know, it's yeah. as much as the Mickey ears in the park enhances the experience. Um, yeah, maybe just keep it wrapped up and as a souvenir. Yeah, so it tastes <laughs> what you would expect building material to taste like. Ah. Yeah, I think they subbed out the frosting for actual mortar. Oh or no! Something. <laughs> you can. It's really easy to make gingerbread your own gingerbread at home. Like, Is it easier than cornbread? Um, it's not easier than cornbread because it takes more ingredients. But gotcha. Can you put cocktail wieners inside gingerbread? Gross. Okay, we we're not doing this for you today. Jay. We're not doing 
What kind of shenanigans would you like to have today? My goodness. You know what you've done. You've brought the line. You know what you've done. There may be pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone, if anyone makes anything with, like, hidden cocktail wieners in it, kind of food, they should absolutely tweet it to at Butter and Bacon. Yes. Because we want to see it. Yes, videos we do. would be good. Uh, Reaction videos. Have someone else slice into it, break it open, and if they take a bite, if they don't know what's in there, that's even better. <laughs> we need to know everything. <laughs> Dean, how about you? Was, was that a three? I just want to hear if that was a three, two, one from Amy. So we heard. Oh no! It Boardwalk, Beach Club, and Grand Flow. Or were you, were you uh, mangeloing with some honorable mentions? And now you're going to give us your top three. Oh no! No no no! You you uh, you threw me off track a little bit there. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see why. <laughs> I guess. Gosh, I mean the gingerbread stuff over on Crescent Lake. The gingerbread. I mean, I guess I got a gingerbread theme going on, but. I feel like there needs to be more of a competition. Well, I mean, Fort Fort Wilderness. I don't know. I just really love Fort Ooh. Wilderness. Um, the Christmas music that they play over there is wonderful. You know, Fort Wilderness, they really don't have to do a whole lot. They have so much, like, pine trees and stuff over there anyway. But yeah, that's wild. true. Just, like, country Christmas stuff. I mean, I'm from Kentucky, and it's like, I don't know. Fort Wilderness is, like, a little bit of the south, you know, Kentucky. There in Disney World, I love it. And then I go like stuff my face with cornbread at Trail. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, those can be my top three: Crescent Lake, Grand Floridian, Fort Wilderness. Yeah, I will. I will honorable mention Fort Wilderness because mostly because Disney is not the reason I go there for the Christmas decorations. It's the people staying there. So Disney gets no credit for that. <laughs> I mean, they do have some nice Disney stuff as well, but the folks staying there just make that an experience. But for me, my number three would be uh, Wilderness Lodge. It is to me the most sort of classic Christmas that you have, and, and as Paul already mentioned, the music, the giant tree. Um, you know, the feel just as you go in that lobby to me is very Christmas. Uh, my number two would be the Dolphin. I think it's a little bit overlooked, but what they do there uh, with their Christmas decorations should not be missed. If, if you're taking the trip over to go see Yacht and Beach and Boardwalk anyway, uh, the Swan not so much, but definitely pop into the Dolphin. And you know, kudos to them for their little bit of uh, Santa on vacation with sort of the, the beach club or beach-themed Santa meet-and-greet that you can do. Uh, but for me, the number one is the Grand Floridian. Uh, that gingerbread house experience, again, putting aside the actual taste of the gingerbread, uh, is fantastic. Uh, but what really puts it over the edge for me is the music that comes along with it. Having the live orchestra playing the music as you're touring, seeing those decorations, uh, you know, the cast members, to me, really help to enhance it. Um, outside the, the Grand Floridian, as you're walking in, they have that... Uh, Oh, what is that thing? It's like a, a trolley or a... I can't remember what it is. You know what I'm talking about, Amy? That there's, like, is that a car? Like a is that a car, per se, but a, it's off to the side. They decorate jitney. that with a... Yeah. I don't know they, what it is, but yeah, I don't they decorate, know. They decorate that with a wreath. I mean, their, their experience just starts from the outside in, and it just keeps getting better and better as you go. Um, and, you know, the I'll cheat and even throw in the restaurants at the Grand Floridian always seem to offer a little bit of a, a holiday twist because... 
you know, Narcusi, Citricos, and obviously Victorian Alberts, they're very much updating their menu all the time. So even right down to, you know, cocktails and, and offerings at the restaurants, I think are just fantastic at the Grand Flow. So that would be my number one. Uh, and again, whether you are staying at the Grand Floridian or staying at one of the value resorts, uh, you're going to get some level of Christmas decoration on property and you can go and visit all the others. I have something to add really quick about Fort Wilderness. It's, sure. Uh, at night at about, I don't know, I would say it's about head, headed towards evening, like at dusk, they'll start to have wagon rides. Like it, it holds maybe like 20 people or something. And the two horses pull it and they take a tour through Fort Wilderness and they go through some of the loops. And I want to say when I did it with my mom, it was maybe, I did, the two of us did it for under $20. And they, they go through there and you can see a lot of the decorations that people put up. And that is absolutely worth the money. If you go over there and you have dinner at Trails End, the way that we timed it is we went and had dinner, we came out, and then we went and did the wagon ride. And it was fantastic. We went in January, early January, but people still had up their Christmas decorations. And it was so nice. So I really recommend that to anybody who might be going down for the holidays. And if you're going to go over to Fort Wilderness, see if you can do the wagon ride. No, that's a great idea, and it's, um, it's again, because Disney doesn't control the decorations there, you really are getting the best decorations from the folks who stay there. They go up very, very early, you know, the, uh, you can actually get Halloween decorations at Halloween time, but shortly thereafter, much like Disney, Fort Wilderness guests convert that place to a Disney light, or a, I'm sorry, Christmas light mecca. And yeah, I think you're right. We did the the rope wagon ride. It was not in season, so I don't recall. Uh, and my father-in-law paid for it, so I don't recall the price. We didn't get to see the decorations. The wagon ride itself is fantastic. I want to say you're right, though. I think it's probably in the neighborhood of, you know, five bucks for a child, maybe eight to ten dollars for an adult. So certainly, like you said, the two of you could do it for under twenty, mm -hmm. and it's worth it. It's it's a fun ride. You know, wagon rides are fun anyway. Wagon rides in Walt Disney World is enhanced and wagon rides in Walt Disney World during Halloween or Christmas even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really neat. And one of the things... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say it's, it's something that most people probably don't have access to. Something different that you can do that you wouldn't necessarily find at home. Yeah, I mean, we, we did spend one uh, Christmas a couple of years ago. We actually flew down Christmas Eve and flew about New Year's Eve. And it was a lot of fun. We knew it was going to be busy. The purpose of our trip was just to be in Walt Disney World for the holiday week. So it wasn't about riding rides. I mean, I, if I tell you that we rode like five or six things, but it was all small world, people mover, carousel progress, living with the land, you know, perfectly fine, relaxing. And we actually decorated a balcony over at Saratoga Springs. We had a tree inside. Santa brought the gifts for the kids. Um, it, it was it was just a lot of fun, and you do get that most at Fort Wilderness. But you'll get you know for some of the um, moderate or deluxes. Um, I've seen pictures from the moderates. I've never stepped foot in one, but you know for for the rooms with balconies, ex <laughs> exterior balconies, people will bring lights and they'll decorate it. It's kind of neat. Oh yeah, the people at Old Key West like. Uh people who will come, yes. come and stay there for weeks at a time the, the snowbirds if you ever do the uh if you ever do the boat 
from from uh, Old Key West over to downtown Disney and back. Sometimes along the waterway as you go, you can see a lot of the buildings, and there are people who are facing the water that will just have like string lights covering their balcony like it's yeah. drunk through they'll have you can see they'll have like huge full-size trees in their rooms uh, the the people who like the resorts that'll get a lot of snowbirds those people come and they really go all out yeah well we could tell which room was ours when we were over at downtown disney <laughs> <laughs> and walking back, walking back to the boat because we had a room that overlooked. We were basically directly across from the Lego store, um, and and we were yeah. So we were in one of the rooms that were closer to the water. It wasn't like in the courtyard or by the adult pool or anything like that. A lot of fun. and you know it's just something that you know we talked about it, Dean, in an earlier episode that when you go and do Christmas or Halloween so early in the season. Like, if you do Halloween at the beginning of September, or if you do Christmas, like, just after Thanksgiving, it sometimes is a little... It gets you out of sorts when you go back home, because not everyone else is doing it. But while you're there for a holiday, and everyone else is in that spirit, it almost transports you no matter what time of year it is. Yeah, and, you know, that uh, setting up of your room and getting those decorations, that can cost as little or as much as you feel like investing. So it sounds probably like you guys probably brought down some decorations. No. and I oh, bought it on Amazon. Cool. I bought them on Amazon and added oh, okay. to the okay. hotel. So that's what I'm saying. There, there are ways to do that. You can bring down some stuff, obviously. Um, your way, I think, is probably very cost-effective. Buy stuff on Amazon, ship to the resort, and pick it up and decorate yourselves. Yep. You can do that. You could, you could, uh, you know, if you have the car, or the, if you're taking a, you know, another transportation in that you want to stop. Or a trailer you know, like Mike Rollman. Yeah, you could uh, yeah, you could stop at, at a Target or a Walmart in Florida, but you can go all the way up to even purchasing the decorations from third-party companies that come in or Disney themselves. Oh boy. And I can't speak to the Christmas stuff. I know for Easter, they definitely were selling, as we checked in the front desk a couple of years ago for Easter, anything from you know little decorations to put on your table to full-blown gift baskets. Wow. So, um, you know, Disney is certainly going to take the opportunity to monopolize any way they can. Yeah, Disney um, florist will help you out there. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But it, you know, it, it's again, it's, it's especially I think with older children, you know, taking in Christmas, actual Christmas Day, mm. at the resorts can be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we I talked to my son just last week about whether or not he wanted to go to Walt Disney World for Christmas, and he said he wanted to see the Christmas decorations, but he's a little worried about Santa not knowing that he's in the hotel room. So he'd rather be home on Christmas. And I can see that from a six-year-old's perspective. Yep. And and I can tell you that, you know, my daughter and my nephew, they were both around that age. I don't know if they were seven. Um, but, you know, it was definitely in that six or seven-year-old. And uh, Christmas Eve, we have a tradition that um, they get to open one gift, and that's from the family. Yep. And they opened up the guidebooks. So they didn't necessarily know we were going down, which was neat. Nice. Yeah. So um, there was that same concern. Um, Santa met them at, at then downtown Disney, but now Disney Springs. So they got to talk to Santa and they got reassured in that way. Yeah, I think there are certainly ways to, uh, to make that comfort level there, get that reassurance that don't worry, you know, you, you let me know and, and we'll make sure we take care of you at the resort. Yep. But, yeah, it was, it was a minor stressor for him as we were having the conversation. It was kind sure. of funny. Uh, so let's move on a little bit different angle, and I want to know if you have a favorite Disney keepsake that you own. 
uh, be it for personal or investment or collectible reasons. Just your favorite Disney item that you have in your house. Wow, that's really difficult. Well, if you'd like, I can start because uh, obviously I, I knew the question ahead of time, so I already know my answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and mine's cheating, but, um, you know, it, my wife and I got married at Walt Disney World. And uh, this is a spoiler, so anybody who has potential wedding may want to skip ahead about a minute. Um, hopefully they still do this. Otherwise, there's no spoiler. But I don't we want, got married, wait, wait, wait. This is a safe for everyone show. I don't want spoilers from a wedding. Okay. You want me to not mention it? Well... It's, it's a gift item. Oh, it's not after the wedding. Okay, never mind. Move forward. <laughs> you're naughty. <laughs> no, I'm nice. Nah, you're prep and landing. Um, <laughs> Diggle bam! <laughs> so, uh, with, with the Disney wedding, we were uh, given a Disney gift from the Disney folks, the uh, you know, Disney wedding planners, etc. Okay, if you are playing and the Disney drinking game, you are now completely unconscious. I'm trying to get people as excited as possible. Saying Disney as yes. often as possible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we have, uh, as our favorite keepsake, uh, we had, were given watches uh, from our wedding. Mm. So they are Disney watches. They're very ornate, very beautiful. I will put a picture up. Well, I will tell Polly to put a picture up on Instagram. because <laughs> Yeah, they are, they are beautiful watches. And, you know, it's something I think we've actually never worn because it just feels like such a nice keepsake. But we do have them out and sort of on display in, in a guest bedroom. So, um, you know, it's, it's meaningful because we got married there. They're special. Uh, and just something that we enjoy owning. So, Polly, do you have a favorite keepsake that you own? I do. And this is going to probably sound really weird to a lot of people, but it means a lot to me. I have a framed rejection letter from Disney Feature Animation. And really? Yes. The, the rejection is when I was in college, I applied for the Disney uh, Feature Animation Internship Program. And long story short... 10 schools on the list that take 20 students ostensibly that's two students per school but it's not allocated that way so you might have three schools send all 20 people um i did that for three semesters in a row and each time i got further and further into the selection process my first semester junior year was the last time that i applied and i made it to the semifinals. so it was basically i was in the short list of 25 let's say i don't know that number for a fact but knowing how they do the portfolio review at the time, that's what it was. So when they sent me my letter and they told me what I needed to work on, um, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the competition that I had and the people that did not also get in. And they are people that still work for Disney Feature Animation right now. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to catch up to where they are. And they also didn't make it. So I refocused, yeah, I refocused my efforts, uh, taught myself more of the computer animation, computer drawing, uh, Photoshop, that kind of thing. Um, and so, but I kept the letter because I was just, just there, you know, just on the brink. Um, and quite honestly, though, if I had gone that route, I probably would not have married my wife and I would not have my daughter. I would not live on the Jersey Shore and I would not be doing this podcast. Boy, I'm glad they said no. <laughs> that that's a that's a unique one. That is very yeah. interesting. I like it. Amy, top that. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll put your pin first. Go ahead. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. My goodness. Um. I told you it'd be weird. 
No, that was actually very cool, very unique. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mine's not as meaningful, I guess. I, I'm trying to. I mean, I have, I have, you know, old things like an old Figma plush that I got when I was a little kid. You know, things oh, like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I mean, one thing that I have that's meaningful is, um, I, I've been collecting and trading pins since 2000, so for a really long time, and I met Scoop Sanderson on Main Street. He, he was, I, as far as I know, he's not anymore, but he no. was part of, yeah, he was part of the streetmosphere on Main Street, and he was the Main Street reporter, and he was also very involved in being sort of like a pin trading ambassador. Um, he would trade pins with guests, and he would give pin talks. For, it, it was about 30 minutes to an hour long. He would have them in the old expo hall. They are on the I right. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that was up on the train. I think I remember seeing him up on the train platform too. But yeah, maybe that was did, just something else. That. Yeah, he used to do the the welcome show where he would you yes. know welcome everybody in. But the pin talks were over in the expo hall where Meet Mickey Mouse is now back there in cool. the old. The old little they had like um, the the cut out little... scenes that you could take pictures with and stuff. Is that the one? Yeah, like back in yeah. there. And then they also had a little theater where they would show yep. cartoons. And he, I think he moved back there after a while so people could sit down and there would be more seats. But they used to have like picnic tables back there with those little facades where you could take mm. pictures. And so he would have pen talks back there. And there was a special pen that Disney produced for him. It was called the Scooper Trader Pin, and it had um, a red border, and it said Scooper Trader, and then it had a picture of, well, not a picture, but it had Mickey Mouse, and he was dressed like a reporter, and then on the back of it, um, Scoop would sign his name, put his autograph, and put like a little, on the two O's for Scoop, he would draw like a little <laughs> hat and glasses and stuff, like it was his face, and he would personalize each one, and on the front he would use like a colored pen to color in the front as well and i have one of those personalized to me that i got you know years ago like 10 10 15 years ago or something but i have one of those and that's special to me because i got it one day when i was actually helping with the seminar he brought a binder of pens and they were all pins that had names on them. And so he went around the room and asked people to say their names. And he would give them a personalized pin if he had one. And wow, so that's awesome. he gave me the binder and he said, you know, look for the names as I tell you. So I sat there and did that. And then at the end of it, he gave me the so, That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. That's special to me. And... It was fairly recently, actually, that he's no longer part of the street atmosphere. Yeah, it's been within the last year. I mean, really, I think this fall is when it happened. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Very sad. I mean, he's been a staple of Main Street for... I mean, yeah. since, before, since before 2000, because, I mean, that's when I, I started knowing that he existed, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's Dean and I are really big fans of street atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. But I love Scoop, and... I wish he was still around. Makes me really sad. I'm not gonna see him in January. Makes me sad that I won't see him there. Yeah. Wow, I'm really bringing this place down. Dean. I'm crushed. I'm not. I can't even segue out of Come that. Come on, segue out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
going in a different direction, thinking now like kind of gift items. So if you're, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a couple weeks before Christmas or, you know, whatever else <laughs> gift-giving celebration you may have. Uh, or if it's January, you just missed this, mm-hmm. but uh, thinking ahead to next year's holiday. Always. Uh, as you're thinking about a, a stocking stuffer, and I'm going to take this two directions, is there a company or, or product or something new that you've come across that you think might make like a fun gift for anyone? And then if you don't want to go that route, maybe just a Disney stocking stuffer. Something that you think would make a, a fun little gift. Uh, let's say you had a secret Santa for your favorite Disney fan or, uh, you know, again, just uh, a stocking that you're given to a, a friend, relative, spouse, child, whatever. Uh, Disney themed and then maybe even just a non-Disney themed. Just, just a, a gift idea for someone. Who's going first? You are, Amy. Why don't you go first? Okay. Because you sound like you have an answer. <laughs> well, Which is way ahead of Polly. I, I was... <laughs> I'm trying not to be depressing again. Because oh. my answer used to be Disney dollars. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not going to bring it up because it's depressing. Oh, gosh. My answer is actually going to be the storybook ornaments that oh. Disney Store has started doing. They have really stepped up their ornament game. And the last couple years, they have done ornaments that can actually, I mean, a lot of them have a base on them where you can just sit them up on on a table or a mantle. It's sort of more like a, a really detailed large figurine, or you yeah. can hang them on your tree. So I think those would be perfect stocking stuffers. And for the adult Disney fans, they've started doing characters that are a little more obscure like they have one this year of elliot sitting on a lighthouse mm. um, they i'll have, be your candle on the water yeah <laughs> they have one this year of doc mcstuffins with lammy for people who have you know little kids or adult fans of doc mcstuffins i think doc mcstuffins is awesome they have a pin or a pin they have an ornament of <laughs> i'm just all over the place they have an ornament of donald duck riding on a train sort of like a, a locomotive so it, that one kind of reminds me of walt disney and his backyard train that he used to have so yeah yeah and then last year they did um they did an ornament of chip and dale from two chips and a miss which was awesome. <laughs> i love that i love that yeah part. i love that one i mean they they have they've done a lot of really really nice ornaments i mean along with the classic ones you're always going to see with like the princess things like that but they also have the the more obscure ones and the other day they did a flash special where they were like i think seven dollars each for three hours out of that day and i got a bunch then right now i looked at the app and they're like eight dollars right now so keep an eye out for a special i think they retail for like fourteen dollars but you can absolutely find them for under ten dollars just just wait for a special but if you know if there's a more obscure one you may want to get that one as as soon as you notice that you want it last year they did one of the rescuers with the the two mice and they were holding on to a gem like a diamond and that one sold out at full price before it ever went on sale that I saw. yeah that's what i was going to ask you those are all limited quantity right yeah, absolutely. So that would be, I think those would be a great stocking stuffer because it's something that the ones with the base, you can sit them up, you know, throughout the year or you can hang it on your tree immediately and, and have it for years to come. So that's mine. That's neat. Uh, actually, Dean, I got, I, I do have two, one Disney, one not. Um, for the Disney one, uh, Disney socks. Socks in the Disney stocking. Socks, is that it? 
That is a thing. Yeah, huh? um, I have. I usually get them from my mother-in-law. They do end up in my stocking. <laughs> she um she she tells Santa that I need the the Disney socks. It typically is some manner of one of the dwarfs. I'll let you guess which one. I'm grumpy because you're dopey. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and uh, and and it, it's always welcome. I, they're my Christmas socks. I wear them. It's That's awesome. It's really funny. And then for the non-Disney one, little Lego pouches. They have not only Christmas-themed, um, holiday-themed uh, Lego, but it, it's like maybe 50 to 100 pieces, and it takes anyone between two and five minutes to assemble. And that was something that my daughter did um, as actually as the gifts as she got the Lego ornament packs. Um, a little, I think there was a reindeer, there was a Santa Claus, and there was a Christmas tree. And then she... Uh, she built all 12 or 15 of them, and uh, I glued them together for her, uh, with, complete with hook, and she gave those out as uh, Christmas presents to her aunts and uncles. You craggled them? Craggled them. I craggled them. You craggled the Legos? I am Lord Business. Wow, you are evil. I am. <laughs> Santa can't, right, look- can't move. I'm looking at these Disney ornaments. They're running anywhere from 14 to $19 right Ooh. now. I know people always complain about not having enough resort-specific items. They actually have the mouse ears with the logo of each resort, including I see Hilton Head in here. So, um, if you have a favorite resort, or if you know someone close to you has a favorite resort, uh, you could certainly pick up one of these resort ornaments. Are oh, those? Vero Beach. Are Very those cool. the? Um, I'm gonna say it, they look like they're sculpted, or are they porcelain? Um, let's see if I can get more detail. Like, do so they look like precious moments? Or, or Lennox? Uh-huh. You know, you know what I'm talking about. They're ceramic, yeah. Okay, because we have a ceramic Mickey ears. Um, also, it's it's ringed with gold on the ears. It looks really nice. It doesn't say anything else. It's just the Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, I'm looking at the one right here. It's Disney Port Orleans Riverside Resort. And then if you flip it over on the back, it's kind of logo-y. A lot of uh, Port Orleans repeated repeated over and over again, like a wagon wheel, that kind of stuff. So. They're, they're pretty well detailed. I mean, one side is very plain. The, the logo side is much more plain. Mm-hmm. But the contemporary one looks cool. Neat. Um, but, you know, uh, the color schemes are appropriate, I think, for each resort. And then, uh, you know, it's a nice thing, if again, if you have a favorite resort. or um, We always like to pick up souvenirs for where we stayed on a given trip. And I did not see these down there in the stores, but certainly I could pick up, say, a French Quarter one now to commemorate this past trip. I did not um, see it in the store. Store. I did not see it. You're a bore. I did. <laughs> Make sure. I want to add something. Make sure that um, everyone checks out the Shop Disney Parks app on uh, on your mobile device. Uh, for nine ninety five right now, they have the country uh, ornaments. Ooh. Looking at the Germany and Canada ones. Oh. Is the Germany just a big beer stein? Because come on. No, it's uh, it's. Well, it's round. The, the core of it is a, a circle, but then across the top it says Willkommen in Germany. Ah. And on the bottom it says Epcot World Showcase, and it's got a picture of Mickey and Lederhosen, Goofy holding a bunch of pretzels, and Pluto looks like he's running off with some borscht. Nice. That's so not it's, it's borscht. Actually, <laughs> this one. Yeah. This, he, got, he ate the cornbread. This is just the cocktail winner's left behind. Um, these are actually made out of wood. Uh, oh, wow. The dimensions are a quarter of an inch in length, uh, two and a half inches in width, and six and a half inches in height. See, I always wanted to be able to buy the ornaments that are on the actual resort trees. Just maybe not that size. Yeah, no, I'm surprised they haven't actually capitalized on that. They have a lot of shoe ornaments. Is that a thing? Uh, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a little it's, creepy. 
Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's not Ann Geddes baby in a shoe creepy, but it's pretty creepy. I guess if you're going to hang a shoe, have it be Elsa's shoe. I don't know, it's like... uh, I didn't know shoe ornaments were a thing. Let it go. (laughs) Please. Um, Alright, so... As I was thinking of stocking stuffers, um, you know, I'll go with a non-Disney one, much like Paulie did, but in a different realm. Uh, And... You know, we are in no way or shape sponsored by Ninja Outdoors Man, <laughs> but that is who puts that. It's a new company. They they are a Northeast company. Wow! Uh, but I, I just wanted to put that out there ahead of time. Uh, but they have. Are we going to um, send this to them as a demo? Well, I might, but see if we can get a sponsor. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, oh, yeah, I have a, a, a little. It's like a, a wallet eleven in one tool. So it's got a little ruler on it. It's got a bottle opener. It's got a little sharp blade for cutting. It's got... Uh, Is this approved know, by the FAA? I don't know. So when we traveled this past time, I actually left it in the car. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a cool little gadget. And uh, their other product that I've seen so far is they have these very nice insulated backpacks. Ooh. So it's kind of a step that, up from the that regular That fits backpack. in a stocking? Well, that's a good point. Maybe it'd be a little bit too big for a stocking. So you can't stuff the stocking with this one, but you can put it underneath. <laughs> put the stocking in it. Um, the the gadget was my stocking stuffer, but uh, the other thing I was looking at was these were these backpacks, and use I think it was someone in the neighborhood. Just use the backpack as a stocking. That's a great idea. Wow, so you come down in the morning and there's just four backpacks hanging there. <laughs> oh yeah. But what I'm thinking is you could use said backpack. A lot of people like to carry backpacks while they're touring around Walt Disney World. Yeah, those people I don't and like. And since since these seem you know these have an insulation lining. It could keep your beverages cold as you're walking around the parks. Note to our listeners, do not try that in any theme park except Walt Disney World or, or Disneyland. What, carrying if a backpack? You, yeah, because if you go, if you try to board nearly every attraction at a Six Flags or, or at Universal or Cedar Fair, they will make you put it into a locker that you got to pay for. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's much more of a Disney thing. And I don't, Disney is much more stuff. friendly with getting on Expedition Everest and just putting your backpack underneath your legs because nothing's going to happen to it. Yeah, and they have, uh, you know, a lot of rides have the pouches in front. Right. Or, you know, it's, it's crazy, though. I mean, it's, and I always feel comfortable doing this as well. We will actually, at times, leave stuff in the stroller. Yeah. You put it in stroller parking and you just magically assume it will be there when you get back. Yeah. And, you know, 99 times out of 100 it is, but there are those incidents where things disappear. Or there's um, the panic when the cast members rearrange stroller parking and you don't know where your stroller is. I understand I, I understand why they do it. Oh, it drives me nuts, though. But <laughs> oh, that's why we ended up getting, you know, massive colored yarn. <laughs> so you just spot it from a mile away. Yeah, we Make have a, sure you don't leave easily accessible food. Because no, you will have squirrel and bird visitors. Yes, I've seen that on other people's strollers. I absolutely and and Garrett. not just like little little tweeting birds, like egret. Oh. oh yeah, oh yeah, egret, like as tall as you are. I mean, pelicans that go up. Oh yeah, pelicans. they look you dead in the eye and go, I don't care. Absolutely, the squirrels will walk right up to you. They will beg. They will be in your bags, in your strollers. They don't care. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Don't tempt fate. Or, get, or nature. I get so angry when people feed the animals. Oh. Anyway, the only that's... one that I even found remotely amusing was the person that was feeding the turkey leg to the ducks. Yeah. Exactly. The more you think I... about it, the worse it gets. 
Yeah, that's not good at all. I was sitting next to a girl who was feeding pieces of turkey leg to one of those big egrets. I remember this. I remember you tweeting about it. And she, like, threw a piece of it, and it, like, somehow, like, did, like, a boomerang somehow, and landed on me, and so it made, like, a big greasy spot on my shirt, and I'm looking at her, like, what's wrong, and then it's, like, it's sitting on me, so here comes the secret. Like, in his eyes, and I'm, like, you know, I'm in Frontierland, it's busy, and there's, like, you know that bluegrass band that like used to play back there they're over here and <laughs> and you, have to, you have to run from an egret with a big floppy piece of turkey grease on you when the egret's like, going give me my lunch like turkey leg skin it was like, <laughs> <laughs> just like dripping and so oh. I Oh, I was so mad. But, like, it's not bad enough that they're out there, like, making these birds into cannibals. But then, like, <laughs> I don't want to wear it and then be accosted. <laughs> and then you'll be the one getting in trouble for feeding the birds. I have been attacked multiple times by birds <laughs> at the kingdom. If you want to, I have stories. I've we attacked. might need to have that. We might need to have a separate show, Bird Attacks. <laughs> Because I have well, a story. We've done, we've I have done a, Children of the Corn. We might as well go to birds. We have, right? Yeah, we could do just all <laughs> kinds of uh, horror movies. Yeah, because I, I got um, yelled at by a bird walking across the bridge in the middle of Saratoga Springs. Like, like it was on the railing, and yeah, I'll save that story for another day. <laughs> yeah, we need to have we need to have an episode where it's like... <laughs> what? Something about, like, when nature attacks or something like that. Like, crazy stories. When nature calls. Yeah. We'll call that episode Ace Ventura. And it has always happened to me in the Magic Kingdom every time. Mm. That's hysterical. Well, uh, for my Disney stocking stuffer, whether you're stocking it in a Ninja Outdoorsman insulated backpack or your regular stocking, um, I like the Disney Tsum Tsums. And <gasps> me too! Like, oh my gosh, me too! <laughs> much like pins, to me, they've become a little bit crazy now to try to collect them all. You can't. So, can't. I just don't think you can anymore. But yeah, what you can do, though, is because Disney's expanded the selection so much, if your person that you're shopping for has a favorite character or a favorite film or even just a favorite uh, section of Disney on a, like, Marvel or Star Wars or classic Disney, whatever, there's probably a Tsum Tsum available. So uh, they're pretty readily available now. I mean, it's not just Disney anymore. You can get them at Target. Yeah. I think you've seen them at Walmart. You know, they're, they're, they're becoming uh, all over. Shout out um, to at One Golden Sun, Carrie. She is constantly at Target finding the Sumsum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that for sure they're at Target. I've seen them there. Uh, and, you know, they are not the cheapest tiny stuffed animal, but they're not overly expensive either. It's a lot better than getting the big one. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than the plush, and you can get a few more characters represented for the same price. And they'd actually fit inside a stocking. Yes. So uh, that is my Disney stocking stuff. <laughs> Unlike there Big and Baymax. There are even park-exclusive <laughs> ones now. Like, you can go on the Shop Disney Parks app, or on, I think DisneyStore.com may even have the parks-exclusive ones now. Like, they've done a, a Haunted Mansion series. They Right now, they've got the Fantasyland series, the Adventureland series. So they're, they're doing ones, like, they've done one of them monorail they've done one of the railroad train it's like a i think a transportation series so there's some really neat obscure ones out there too from the parks that's cool 
All right, and then my last uh, sort of category that I had was going back to the decorations one and revisiting the parks. What's your favorite in-park decoration for Walt Disney World? Or if you want to go more general, what's your favorite park? If you had one day to spend and it was to celebrate the holiday season, which park would you be in? Mm. Well, I know uh, my answer. Mine well, is... Why don't you start us off, Molly? Uh, yeah. Go, Amy. No, no, no. Oh, you want me to go? Yes. It has to be Epcot. It has to be. Expand? Uh, that's the exact reason. A, crowd control. It has the most pathways for the amount of people that are in the park. So from a crowd level, that's going to be great. Uh, I also really, really enjoy how they do the storytellers around the different countries. Um, when you go there and you get a little bit of that local history, um, how how Christmas is celebrated in each of those countries. Um, or, or it doesn't even necessarily have to be Christmas or Santa Claus, for example. You go to China, you will get a different story. Um, and then to end it with holiday tag illuminations is fantastic. So if I had to pick one park, I'm picking Epcot. Amy? Well... Mine in the past oh, has no. been well. Mine in the past has been Hollywood Studios, but the problem with that is that they've now eliminated the um, Osborne family spectacle of Dancing Lights team. They've eliminated the family. <laughs> the spectacle of Dancing Lights. Oh, the light. Yes. They have been and expecting. and the back half of the park. <laughs> yeah, the entire the entire back half of the park. So, um, but they have the new like jingle bell jingle bam but i haven't really <laughs> i have to say it i think you have to say it that way have, no you really do you have to say it that way in fact i'm going to be talking about to someone as soon as we're done with this who is going to christmas week and they're asking my advice on what things that they should try and do and and whenever i mention the show i give that emphasis to it she looks at me like i have two heads i said no it ends with an exclamation point it's kind of like phantasmic you have to say it it's that way it's in all yeah. caps too. <laughs> but you have to say it that way but you yeah I, I like i like hollywood studios they like at night especially they have you know the neon and everything on um on you know their little main stretch there, I can, I can never remember that. Hollywood, but, yeah. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, that. Um, the music is great. Everything's lit up. It's beautiful. I can't believe they got rid of the lights, but yeah, that that's always been my favorite. I mean, I, I think the front half of the park will still be good, and then they still have the jingle bam. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think that that'll probably be <laughs> You have to say it that way. You can't you can't get around it. <laughs> you know what, Molly? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> because I'm picturing you also doing a fist bump right <laughs> <you> say <laughs> Jingle Bam! I'm just waiting for her to break into like the Chicago Bulls announcer version of it. <laughs> From Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Jingle Bam! <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, you guys made it easier for me because I, I was wondering if we we're going to overlap at all. And, and to me, Animal Kingdom fell out of running once they lost their parade. Yeah. 
and the studios fell out of running once they <laughs> lost, lost their part. everything. <laughs> once they lost their will to live. But <laughs> I was down to Epcot and, and Magic Kingdom, and as I think about it, to me, Epcot is Christmas or holiday season in the back half of the park. Yes. And I'm going to pick the Magic Kingdom as where I would be because you get that payoff right in the beginning. And from the entranceway to everything on Main Street, it's just screaming Christmas. And then beyond that, I didn't really talk about it a lot on my trip report, but the Jingle Cruise yeah. is it's fantastic. I mean, I, you know, if you don't like corny jokes, well, then you probably didn't listen to us last week. Um, but <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I do like corny jokes. And so the uh, Jungle Cruise is right up my alley, and the Jingle Cruise just pluses that. And again, safe, safe commentary for what you feel about Elsa just coming into Magic Kingdom and taking over Cinderella's castle. The castle lighting show itself is absolutely gorgeous. And if you can get that and then pay off with the fireworks at night, I think Magic Kingdom offers a fantastic uh, celebration of the holiday season. And if you go after, I think it's December 19th or 20th, you get all the additional stuff, including that Christmas parade. Uh, so as, you know, Paulie, if you're advising a coworker or whoever on, on their trip during Christmas week, uh, again, if they obviously have more than one day to pay off, but the one day payout for me would definitely be at the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, the only park that has an attraction where it's actually Christmas in the attraction. Carousel. Oh, you mean Carousel Progress? Um, yeah. They do decorate Living with the Land. Yeah, but that. But you, that's not part of the story of it, though. That's a stretch, sir. It's not a stretch. <laughs> they decorate. Um, yeah, and, and we don't get the West Coast uh, treatment. No. Been Space Mountain and, and Small World, which are both magic yeah, or well. or the uh, um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas at the um, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Walt Disney World, sir. No, I'm just thinking other, you know, but all of those would still be Magic Kingdom Park uh, attractions on the East Coast. I'm trying so. to think, they don't do anything different. Uh, it's a Small they... World holiday, by the way. That is fantastic. I've heard that that's fun. Oh, it's glorious. It is absolutely glorious. It's my favorite attraction in that park during the holidays. Forget everything else. Wow, big statement. Yeah, well, for the I, entire I think it, park, yeah. But I think it really suits because of the way that you board the boats outside and you get to see the facade all lit up with the Christmas lights. I mean, if you remember old Soren, that's what you saw. Um, for the finale of Soren, that was Small World all lit up, and it looked like a gingerbread house <laughs> in my mind. Um, you know, you, you talk about Amy, you talked about the Osborne lights. I still miss the lights of winter that they have at Epcot. Um, we, you know, as you tra uh, traverse, I guess, from Future World into World Showcase, um, that arched, arched way of just lights. Um, it was just, and that was the thing. I, I talked about it only being sort of a back half celebration. Yeah. That was your entrance way. It was that and, helped define that. Okay, now we're going to get into the celebration. And 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 what's funny because I was going to give you a little bit of grief, uh, but then I thought better of it. But I'll mention it now because you go to Magic Kingdom, you are you are smack in the face. It's Christmas. The background music loop is different. You got garlands up. You've got you know, the lights uh, during the parties. You've got the snow that falls. Um, you got the castle that's lit. Nothing else changes. So it's like the park only acknowledges the holiday in the middle, you know, like the central corridor and the entrance slash exit, which isn't a bad thing. 
I'm just I'm just saying that it, it, I find it I always found it funny. You'd go to Frontierland, nothing would be Christmas because they don't do the Country Bear Jamboree Christmas show anymore. Um, you know they don't do anything over at the uh, circus area, which they could. I'm saying you know we talked earlier we're a big fan of Streetmosphere. I think that's an opportunity. You could get that. I think they did have that a little bit more when they would have the characters that would be, you know, if you get Scrooge McDuck walking around, that's right. automatically Christmas Carol. But I don't know if they do that. Well, and you do get the Santa meet and greet, but again, that's right in the uh, central hub. And uh, or or and then afterwards you get Goofy. Right. So it's Santa Goofy that you meet. But still on Main Street. Uh, so. And it's on Main Street. So it's, you know, <laughs> the, the, your first 10 minutes of the park and your last 10 minutes when you just want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta, I gotta call. I gotta, I gotta protest a little bit. There Go are trees, there are trees and decorations and things in the restaurants. Like at be our guest restaurant. That's a good point. They, That's they good have point. a tree up in there. They have an ornament from. Gosh, they have an ornament from one of the sequels. I think it's Bell's Enchanted Christmas is where that's I have that. That's a terrifying sequel. The topper, yeah. (laughs) You own that as well. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, they have have what's supposed to look like windows, but it's like screens back there, and they have, it looks like snow falling outside and snow on the ground when you look out. Yeah. So so it really looks like you're somewhere. And you know what? I I will take it back a little. A little bit because as you go into Liberty Square, they have that sleigh that is set up there on the left-hand side as you enter Liberty Square. Mm-hmm. And we would actually take our Christmas pictures there, and we would take them in August. <laughs> so we have our Santa Mickey hats, and we are sweltering taking our picture. <laughs> but it's a really nice picture because it's got that, you know, it's got that Federalist kind of building the brick, and it's got all the white trim, and you got the sleigh, and then you've got us with our hats, and I would have to Photoshop out the glisten, but um, yeah, <laughs> you know, that was always fun. So yeah, maybe, all right, I'll, I'll walk that back. Is there anything that is decorated like they do for Halloween on that um, walkway that goes by the railroad between um, Tomorrowland and Storybook Circus? That's for a Halloween. Really for Halloween, it's decorated because that's one of the candy trails. It's a trail, right? But I don't think they do. There's that nice big open area. I think that's actually a service dog area, too. There's an opportunity to, even if they put in, you know, like those temporary trees, like they, when they put in the green cloaking device, when they don't want someone to walk on a walkway and put in those bushes um, that are on wheels. Um, you know, I, I wonder if they do anything over there. I don't know. I don't know either. So Thank there. you for confirming. <laughs> I know that they, you know, they used to put up those, those cutouts of, like, characters and stuff. Right. Right. But, like, I, I don't remember, like, the last couple of times that we've been during the winter, it's been, like, during January. Mm. So, so it's already being removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only, so. the only thing I can think of now, cutout-wise, is when they would advertise for the parties. And those are uh-huh. under the monorail beam. Uh-huh. And that helps no one. Do they still change out the Mickey topiary? You talking about there, like where people have their picture taken right after mm-hmm. they go in, like in front of the train station? Mm-hmm. I bet they do. I know they do it. Or I shouldn't say no. I think they are far more adamant about changing it out at Disneyland. Now I know that they do stuff like behind Spaceship Earth. There, yes. there's like that that planner area. They do stuff yes. there. They do a lot more stuff with the plants, I think, at Epcot. 
which makes sense. Um, not only, you know, is no one's paying attention because they're all in the two attractions that are in Future World. Um, but I mean, you also got the size. That's fair, but I'll okay. let it fly. All right, all right. All right. There's more than two. Ish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> you know, we talk about plants, and so we talked about Epcot, we talked about Magic Kingdom. Do they do any special plantings at Animal Kingdom? I mean, I'm even thinking, even if they shoved a poinsettia and said, look over there, it's decorated. Do they do, is there anything <laughs> that you can think of that's done that way? That tree that they do in front, like before you go in, that tree the is tree. awesome. Oh yes. my gosh, they have like all that random stuff, like Winnie the Pooh randomly shoehorned in like somewhere. It's, awesome. <laughs> it's but, like such a Pooh, hodgepodge. But Pooh does the meet and greet over at, and this is bizarre, It on your way to Donald's Restaurantosaurus. Like, yeah, but like, it'll be like, here's a vicious alligator, and here's like Eeyore. Like, <laughs> 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 like isn't it? Like, when I went, it's like, here's Piglet, and here's like a flamingo. Like, just complete. I love it, though. I love crazy stuff. I just wow. love crazy, like, random stuff put together. I think it's awesome. Crazy random stuff. That is the good stuff. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com on Twitter at AIOT Travel or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Well, yeah, we did that. But what are we going to talk about today? Are you going to segue out of it into a... Maybe. What are we going to talk about today? (laughs) We're going to talk about favorite things. Oh, okay. We're stealing Oprah. That's why there wasn't a sixth Spice Girl. Polly got rejected for being Pumpkin Spice. Right. That's exactly what happened. All right, I'm wearing a collared shirt, but I'm making sure to hold my microphone away from the collar so we don't have the issue that we had talking with Tom. (laughs) That was bad. It really was. They're twins. Is it Dwight yeah. Howard? No. no Dwight Howard Park. is not a twin. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine though? If Dwight Howard is a twin, we have so many more meme opportunities. It would be amazing. Oh my gosh. He keeps getting so- mixed up on my Disney experience. Wait, that's not me. Oh my gosh. He would have to go to guest services. Like every time. And yeah. Then... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> he needs to be a twin. Why is he not a twin? Oh my god. <laughs>
kids or something? Can you imagine? And then they could make their own. If they were, if he was a twin, they could have like a whole football team. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they have one of um, Basil of Baker Street from the Great Movie Ride this year, or Great Movie Ride from the Great Mouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You start, One of those great things you that Disney to, did. You want to start that again? <laughs> this is the magic of editing. You can actually say it. And Listen, it never I, happened. At least I didn't say cornbread and a Skittle, so give me some credit for that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> well, Paul, you're clicking a lot on your uh, oh, shirt. Damn here. it. Just so you know. This you clicked not, a little bit on that last one. This is not a Morse code program, is it? Do you want me to say it again? If you don't mind. Okay. I mean, it's up to you. You're, what you part? have to edit it. But... What part? Well, I can't take it out. Or Brett, I am not willing to put in the effort to take it out. I'll put it to you. No, way. no, I'm saying if you want to leave it in clicky, clicky. No, 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 that's fine. What, I just wanted to let you know. If what was forward. clicky? The whole Lego thing? Um, no, just towards the end there. Okay. On your mobile device. On your mobile device. Um, I have an iPhone, but people can have whatever phone they like. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people are argue. Yes, Dean is one of those people. I'm not arguing. I'm on my Droid Samsung 7 Edge. And it hasn't caught fire yet. It's not a note. It won't catch fire. It's not an iPhone, so it won't melt under heat either. Well, what doesn't melt under heat? Uh, Apparently a Samsung 7 Edge. No, it catches fire. Your your phone overheats and melts itself. Look, only one phone has ever been banned by the FAA from being (laughs) And it wasn't made made by Apple. You're sad. You're Mm. just so sassy. Look, I just want turkey, okay? I'm, I, I have a gravy level that is dropped below acceptable levels, and I need to replenish it. Are you like the Adam Sandler of Saturday Night Racing? Like, turkey for you and a turkey for me. <laughs> that like, big long song that he did. I have a turkey PhD. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wow. And you remember that? I love that. I always had to play that. Gobba gobba goo and gobba gobba giddle. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Your impersonation's not bad. Mine or Amy's? Yeah. Yours. Well, Adam Sandler is not a difficult voice for me to do. You guys are like twins. Come to the back of the boat. How are we ending this? <laughs> I don't know. You got to wrap us out okay. of that somehow. I don't even remember the last thing we talked about. Well, we we're talking real. about landscaping. Um, where could we go from that? So. New Jersey is the Garden State. I had oh that my God. a crack the other day. It it is the Garden State, and do you know why we're the Garden State? Because you have a Garden State Parkway. Well, we do, but <laughs> it's named after the state. No, You're did you know that if again, by the yes, way. if you eat an eggplant, there is an eighty-five percent chance it will grown in in uh in new jersey i thought it was higher than that but yeah no it's yeah you guys grow all the eggplants. it's like seven out of eight in the world are grown in new jersey fun fact fun fact and and that makes you a garden no most (laughs) never mind Uh, all right we're talking about landscaping we're talking about the land how can we end this i love i love living with the land i'm just i do too you're killing me, my Polly. What? Me. Oh, the clicking? Microphone. Yeah. It's back again.
Look, this is back. This is not the time. Back again. This is not the time to do Morse code of Walt Disney's opening. Okay. Right. This is not the time. This is not the train station in New Orleans Square, Disneyland. Amy's gonna call a flagrant two on you. Oh no! Oh, yeah. well, I can't. I can't. I can't take it. I fold like a chair. <laughs>